A lot of people wonder, can I actually be happy after being with a narcissist? Like, is it actually even possible? Like, is there a reality that I can actually find myself again? That I can actually get to the place where I am able to be happy, where I am able to have a good life. So many times when a person is stuck in a toxic relationship, there's this thought process of like, it's never going to get any better. Some of this comes from the piece of the cognitive dissonance of not knowing like what to believe. Many times you've already been forced or in the place where you feel like this is the only reality that you're ever going to have. There's not going to be a better version of it. There's not going to be a better reality than the current one that you currently face. So you're just like, this is the best is going to get. And oftentimes we get to the place where people think, I can't actually be happy after this. Like this is as good as it's going to get. Now it might be at the place where you're thinking like, hey, this is all that I'm worth. This is all that I'm able to have. Like this is the only amount of love that I'm ever going to find because this is how the person made me feel. And we have to start remembering that there's this disconnect that happens when you're in a toxic relationship where you start to believe and you start to ascribe that your worth actually comes from that other person. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. That that worth actually comes from him, how he's actually talking about you, saying stuff about you, and it makes you think that you are worthless. Now, I want you to be able to hear this. Just because the narcissist thinks that you're worth less doesn't mean you're actually worth less. But oftentimes we want to be able to hear that. Oftentimes we want to be able to think that. Oftentimes that's what's playing through your mind more and more and more while you're with a toxic person. Think of it as a person who has a diamond, who gets a hold of a diamond and, and sees it and shines it up and makes it look like the best thing ever, puts it in a certain case, puts a certain type of lighting on it, invites friends and family to look at how amazing the diamond is. Then you have that same person that might give the diamond away to a friend. That friend loses it, throws it in the dirt. It's like, forget this. I don't even care about this. It doesn't change the actual worth of the diamond. What it actually does is it only changes how that person viewed it. And you have to remember that when you're with a toxic person, how they view you is worth less. But it doesn't actually mean that it has anything to do with your worth. Now, a lot of times people struggle with that and they think because this person viewed me as being so awful, because this person viewed me as being worthless, therefore I am. Now, I want to tell you today that that's not true, but it's going to feel true in your mind based on the person that was in your life, based on the toxicity that was there. So when we talk through this aspect of can I actually be happy after a narcissistic relationship, we first have to understand that moving through this aspect of happiness, we have to be able to understand where the worth comes from. It doesn't come from another person. It comes from you. It comes from how you actually show up every single day saying this is actually who I am. Now, this poses another problem because then we don't actually know who we are. A lot of people don't have a clue of what they believe, of who they are, what direction they want to go. And as a result, they're left wandering through life as a wandering generality, thinking maybe I'll just figure it out. And you end up reacting to everything versus being purposeful in your intention of who you actually want to be. Now, when you're with a toxic person, this gets exponentially like tons because you get to the place of like, I don't even know what I believe. I don't even know who I am. I don't even know if this happiness is even possible. Well, I want to tell you today that there's many people that have been in your exact spot. 
with the trauma bond, with the abusive relationships, with the thought process, with many things that are going on. There's many people that have been in the exact same spot as you and are now free. That are now moving forward understanding, hey, I've never thought I could experience this. But we had to break them out of the trauma bond and the cognitive dissonance. Those are the pieces that leave you stuck between a rock and a hard place. They give you the anxiety, the stress, the frustration where you're like, I don't even know what's real anymore. And it's because of that. Because of those aspects that leave you stuck. Do I believe his words or do I believe his actions? He says he loves me, but he keeps texting his other woman. Like He says he loves me, but he keeps cheating on me. He says he loves me, but this still is going on. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Like you're going to see this happen time and time and time again where you get to a place where you start to realize their worth is not defined by another person. And as a result, you can actually engage in aspects of happiness. Now, let's talk about happiness. Okay, because sometimes people ask, can narcissists be happy? End of day, narcissists are looking for a high. It's fleeting happiness. It's not going to last. The thing that narcissists struggle to be able to tap into is this aspect of joy, of being able to actually tap into a whole nother level where I'm not looking for a high, but I'm actually looking for this stable state of being able to experience this happiness and joy that's not just this, this regurgitating cyclical effect. But the hard part for a narcissist to experience any type of true joy is before you can experience joy, you have to be able to express gratitude. That's hard. A narcissist doesn't want to express gratitude. Why? Because it's about everybody else. It's not about the narcissist. It's not about him. It has to be about someone else. At the same time, when you're trying to tap into your happiness, it's hard for you to tap into it because you've been beat down so much you don't actually know how to be able to tap into it how to be able to find joy. So we have to have you even focus on your gratitude as well. I was talking to one of our clients in our Thriver community. One of the challenges I gave her is, hey, you need to stack yourself, doing a gratitude stack on yourself every single day for this next week. Because it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard to start pulling out and understanding like, hey, this is actually who I am and I'm actually thankful for who I am because the other person in your life has made you feel so ungrateful for you, so ungrateful for the situation, you don't know how to show self-love and appreciation for yourself. And so building this back in of like, how do you actually show up for yourself? How do you actually have gratitude in your life? How do you actually build this? It takes time. But as people start to do it, and as people start to do a gratitude journal, start to write down different things, understanding more about themselves, they're able to start moving farther into happiness and into joy that they've never experienced before. The hard part is actually doing it. But that's the same with anything with healing, is actually being able to do it on a day-to-day basis, moving you forward from where you currently are to where you want to go. So right now, do you think you can be happy after a narcissistic relationship? You can you can, be, you can get a lot of closure. You can get a lot of happiness. But it has to go through a process of you understanding the truth of the situation. That's the only thing that's going to set you free from a toxic person. If you don't, you always go back. You always get stuck time and time and time again. Okay? Do I have a self-reflection journal that, to suggest? Uh, I have one that we put out called um, from... 
I was gonna I was gonna say the wrong from fantasy to reality it's on Amazon we actually have a second one that's in the works called from regret to gratitude it's uh, out but we're having trouble with the website we're actually publishing on a different different company but I do have from fantasy to reality if you want to get uh, from regret to gratitude it's in test right now but you could uh, send me a message and I'll give you a link for it when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Every day is a different one. I'm okay one day in a mess and I cry all the time. I feel like I can't regulate emotions. Shannon, a lot of that is normal. Like it's going to feel crazy. It's going to feel ridiculous, but a lot of it is normal based on everything that you've gone through. Now it's like you're, you're dealing with these constant triggers every single day. And so now we have to actually work on how do you actually deal with those triggers. Dealing with those triggers ultimately is getting below the trigger and understanding the story that you believe. This is the hard part because you have a lot of people that are like, oh, I know the story I believe. If you knew it, then we wouldn't still be in the same trouble, okay? When you, when you think you know the story you believe, it's probably not even that. Like we have to get below the surface. We have to get underneath that to figure out what is actually prompting you, what is actually triggering you, what is actually making these things happen, and then how do we work on them? Like we have to be able to work on them. We have to be able to look at it and move it forward piece by piece.